0: It's the Jimmy Z Show!
1: To be honest, fellas, it was sounding great, but I could have used a little more cowbell.
2: The Jimmy Z Show is produced, written, and directed by Jimmy Z. The show is wholly owned by Jimmy Z. All rights reserved. Content from other sources belong to the copyright holder and or speaker. In each case, Jimmy Z can be reached via email at the at gmail.com. Show at gmail.com.
3: I find you pompous, judgmental, and completely self-absorbed.
2: <laughs>
3: I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international pressure. Whatever. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful
2: condition. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century Earth disease called hard drug abuse.
3: A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for hard drugs to be totally illogical.
2: You've heard of HD radio, and you've heard of HD TV. This is HDCC.
0: Hi. I'm not home right now. But if you want to leave a message, just start talking at the sound of the tone.
2: everybody, Jimmy Z, the big Jimmy Z show here once again. I am Jimmy Z, taking direct aim at the left. This is the Z-Cast. All right. Can you dig it? Hey, you know what's happening in China is really weird. In China, if you fly or travel to China, you get an anal swab now. And I don't know what happened over there. I don't know, uh, you know, why that became a thing. But uh, you got to drop your pants and and get swabbed for COVID all up in there. (laughs) And, um, you know, the first thing I thought of, honest to God, the first thing I thought of is that uh, Anderson Cooper would would go into management and say, you know what, I need to go to China to do some, uh, you know, reporting over there. I need to go to China. We need to do live reports from China. Because, you know, that's what he would like is an anal swab. <laughs> and then I thought about this. Just a couple of days ago, Senator Dick Durbin,
0: we need to be abundantly queer.
2: <laughs> well, he kind of screwed that up. I think he was I think he was trying to say abundantly gay and it came out wrong
0: we need to be abundantly queer (laughs)
2: that's a classic as soon as i heard that i was at work i was listening to the radio and headphones and i heard that and i thought okay i gotta get that i gotta keep it that is a clip for ever that is a clip for the uh for the for the archives and to be used in perpetuity.
0: We need to be abundantly queer. (laughs) And then
2: I'm driving home, and I heard the story again. John and Ken started talking about it, about how if you travel to China, you get off the plane, and you get an anal swab. And this song came to mind, and so what the hell? And these days, it's just a simple process of looking up the karaoke version of the song on YouTube, and then... Your host takes care of it.
0: <laughs>
2: yes, a spoonful of sugar helps the anal swab go in. Anal swab go in, anal swab go in. Yes, a spoonful of sugar helps the anal swab go in, in the most
0: delightful way. Uh.
2: And that that, that music at the end, you could just see the, the happy Chinese workers happily swabbing the backsides of tourists with big smiles on their faces, big Disneyland smiles, big Disneyland eyes, bright and cheery. And here's your anal swab, sir. <laughs> oh my God. It's just too funny. It's gross, but it's funny. And, um, Guess who's not going to China anytime soon? Hello, sir. Here, if you would uh, please bend over and drop your trousers. Uh, No, I think I'm getting back on the plane. I'm going home. God, how weird. It just, it's weird. I'm sorry. It's weird. And, you know, we talk about how in the United States, and especially in states like California and, um, and, and New York, that... They really aren't really aren't paying attention to the science. They're, they're, they say, "Oh no, we're just doing everything the science leads us to do," which is nonsense. I haven't heard anybody talking about the science that requires an anal swab and how you can you can get some test results, which I'm sure you can. <clears throat> you can get some test results from the anal swab. You just can't get from the uh, the swab in the schnoz or the swab in your mouth. So now it's got to be the anal swab. Good grief. I've been sitting on a plane for how many hours? And you want to go down there? I don't think so. I think that would be bad. That would be very bad. (laughs) Okay, Uh, that's enough. We covered the Chinese anal swab and now we can move on.
0: Oh, Those guys
2: are facts! <laughs> All right, uh, I've got some links and and video and such things that I saved on my phone, my Obama phone, but um, I have not been able to transfer that yet to my computer, so that needs to happen when I take a break, I guess, something like that. But uh, I do have a bunch of stuff here. And uh, my favorite was
0: <laughs>
2: Dick Durbin.
0: We need to be abundantly queer.
2: I don't, know, I don't know what he was talking about. Probably something having to do with uh, far left nonsense. Because uh, Dick Durbin is just the smallest bit more tolerable than his buddy Chuck Schumer. I really can 't stand either one of them, but if I have to if I had to choose one or the other to listen to and talk about it would be Dick Durbin because Chuck Schumer is so vile and disgusting and hateful and nasty, but um it's not like Dick Durbin is much better, so it gives me great delight to hear him gaff in such a way that we can save and make fun of forever.
0: We need to be abundantly queer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is really good. That's uh, spectacular. Well, let's see. Um, uh, there was something I was going to talk about before we get into the <clears throat> uh, the nuts and bolts and articles and whatnot. But um, I think it was this um, latest video that I watched yesterday morning from Dick Morris. Talking about how, how Joe Biden has now lost. Whatever chance he had to use a majority in the Senate, you know, it was uh, 50 and 50, 50 Democrats and 50 Republicans. And then when there's a tie, the vice president, Kamala Lama Ding Dong Harris, comes in and votes for the Democrats. Now, these votes would have nothing to do with what's right or wrong for America. They have to do with the Democrat agenda that is... It sure seems to be 100% wrong for America. Bad for the country, bad for our allies, and most important, bad for the citizens. But um, that's the way that Joe Biden and the Democrats thought it would go. And now it's not going to go that way. They're not going to be able to get 60 votes. And like I said in the previous show, they are not going to want to discard... And change the rules and get rid of the filibuster, which requires 60 votes to pass what they want. See, their goal was to have 50 votes and then get 10 Republicans to vote with them. And they figured that they would always get the seven who voted to convict Donald Trump, which is just so stupid. Seven of those idiots voted to convict Donald Trump for nothing. There was no evidence of anything that he did wrong. They just voted to convict him because they're lefties. They sit there on the left and they side with Democrats often. And that's the reason why they did it. So the Democrats and Joe Biden, well, honestly, I don't think that Joe Biden is thinking about it. I think that Joe Biden is uh, trying to figure out how to tie his shoes in the morning but the the democrats figured that they had 50 and then they had 7 more because these idiots who voted to convict trump would vote with them every time which is a stupid assumption anyway so all they had to do was convince three more republicans and they could shove anything they wanted through that's not going to happen and they're not going to get rid of the filibuster because if they do that the Republicans will have that same advantage beginning after the 2022 election. I firmly believe at this point, the way it looks now, the Republicans will take back the Senate and take back the House in 2022, rendering Joe Biden and or Kamala Lama Ding Dong Harris uh, ineffective. So the people who are talking about how hopeless things are! Are just not paying attention. Things are not. Things are never hopeless in America, especially if you have any faith. I have a video from. Uh, it's not a video, but it's it's a YouTube uh, capture of one of my uh, one of my discussions on the old show, where I talked about faith, and you have to have faith. You have to realize that God is involved in this, not just politicians. When somebody like Mitt Romney throws the party under the bus, don't worry about it. He's a jackass. We have a lot going for us, and especially now that Joe Biden cannot run the Senate as effectively as he thought he was going to, or whoever is running Joe Biden thought that they were going to, that's just not going to happen. Sorry, guys. So we're in pretty good shape. So I don't buy into all of this doom and gloom. You know, it's coming up the same way that it did back during the Obama years. And I admit it's no fun, but it's not the end of the world. Somebody said that the Democrats just voted. This was a friend of mine on Facebook, and I can't respond because... You know, I've been uh, banished again from Facebook. I think I've got uh, 20 or 21 days left of a 30-day ban because <laughs> I was a bad boy. But uh, Marlon said that the, the Democrats have voted to ban voter ID across the country. Well, first of all, the Democrats don't have the power to do that. They, they can write a law and they can vote for it and they can try to pass it, but it won't stand up in court because the states have the ability to require photo ID, and the feds can't change it. The federal government, Congress, cannot change that. They can try, and they did try, but I'm not worried about that. We're going to go into Congress if we get back the House and the Senate, and we are going to set some really great voter regulations. And we're going to do it in the form of a, uh, what do they call it? What did Dick Morris call it? The uh, Voter Rights Act of 2021. And one of the reasons why the Democrats have been able to change all of these rules is because the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which was mostly in the South, has been um, terminated by the Supreme Court because... You know, black people don't have a problem voting. Well, they do, because they don't, but they can. And even if you require <clears throat> if you require voter ID, which would be a driver's license with a picture or a state identification card with a picture, uh, Democrats like to say that that is preventing people from voting. No, it's not. It's protecting the right to vote. And giving it to people who are registered and are citizens of this country. It's protecting the right to vote. It's protecting the integrity of the vote. And it's protecting my right to have my vote mean something. What the Democrats did with voter fraud in 2020 is they have basically infringed on my voting rights. You want to talk about voter suppression? That's your voter suppression right there. Because now all the people who voted for Trump had their votes uh, taken away basically because of all the fraud. And so our votes meant less or nothing. And the current occupant of the White House was stuck in there by way of breaking laws and cheating and voter fraud and election tampering. Massive election tampering. And Rush Limbaugh talked about this before he passed away. And he made a good, a very good point. Is that this kind of fraud must not be allowed to stand because you are cheating people out of their vote. Their vote does not mean anything if the Democrats can cheat and steal the election from the duly elected candidate, which would be Donald Trump. I believe that he was duly elected by the people, that he got somewhere between 75 and 80 million votes, and it didn't matter because the Democrats cheated, and with massive voter fraud, they claimed that Joe Biden got 81 million votes, far more than Barack Obama did at his peak. I think he got like 68 million votes, something like that. All right. There you go. Now, uh, this article is at Newsmax. Governor Christie, well, this is an article, or is it audio? I can't tell. Newsmax is a weird website. They'll say in the headline... Governor Kristi Nome says COVID did not crush the economy. The government did. She's exactly right. This was from her speech at CPAC. And we played some clips from that in the previous show, number 23. She was really great. But she said, I don't know if you agree with me, but Dr. Anthony Fauci is wrong a lot. And she's exactly right, of course. That guy, he is a political hack. He's not a doctor. I mean, he is a doctor, but... He's not a practicing doctor. He's a practicing politician. And all he does is say what he thinks the politicians want him to say. She said, truthfully, I never thought that the decisions that I was making were going to be unique. I thought that there would be more that would follow with basic conservative principles, but I guess I was wrong. They were the only state... Not to have, in South Dakota, the only state not to have a complete, or not to have any lockdown. Some states locked down uh, a lot less stringently than did states like California and New York. But, you know, in truth, nobody but South Dakota kept everything normal. She's great. I really like her a lot. And she's hot. I say that comedically because, you know, I realize that she wants to be appreciated for her job as governor, not the fact that she's hot. She's 49 years old and she's very, very good looking. But it kind of diminishes her role, her success as a governor, When you talk about how good looking she is, but it's you know it's hard not to. As as a straight male, she's uh, very impressive.
0: We need to be abundantly queer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I guess if I was if I was abundantly queer, I wouldn't be so focused on her good looks. So Dick Durbin might have a point there. (laughs) Oh, brother. Okay, Breitbart. Joe Biden botches Democrats' names and then he asks, What am I doing here?
3: <laughs> uh, I think he's getting on a plane. He told me last, he came in to see me last event. And Representatives uh, Sher- Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinell. And uh, what am I doing here?
2: Yes, my friends, that is the occupant in the White House, Joe freaking Biden. (laughs) Fraud and shenanigans put Joe Biden in the White House. He's only there cause the politicians hated Trump, so now Joe can sign orders when Obama tells him, then Dr. Jill will sponge down his hairy legs. Yes, it's sad when you know Donald Trump should still be there. Yes, we're mad cause the Democrat voter fraud might destroy our country, so just for now we have to put up with Slow Joe, but you know we won't stop fighting.
3: True, and, and I suffered depression.
2: No, we never will stop fighting.
3: True,
0: and, and I suffered depression.
2: Yes, we will continue fighting for the land that we love.
0: You came into my life and tried to do me wrong. So, in return for that, I have sent you this song. It tells you what I think and how I feel about you. So, take a seat and listen up, because every single word is true. Dickhead, you're such a dickhead everybody knows it, everyone, but you, you're a dickhead.
2: Welcome back, Jimmy Z, the Jimmy Z Show. I am Jimmy Z, and this is my show. And this is the show that is mine, and what it is too. All right, Uh, let's see here. I need to get back on track here. But that was funny. Joe Biden. What am I doing here? (laughs) Oh, man. Um, it got some highlights from the speech hang on a second here I want to set a volume before we go for this this is just a couple of highlights on a short video I don't know exactly what they have here but I think that it was so good this CPAC speech by the president uh, the former president I hate saying that but uh, President Donald Trump good stuff He's clapping on stage as he was introduced. People were very lucky to be there.
3: Hello, CPAC. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? <laughs>
2: God, I love it. Is that not great? What a great, what a great way to open the appearance.
3: Hello, C-Pack. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss
2: me? Yet? Oh man, it's, it's just spectacular. Absolutely spectacular.
3: Joe Biden has had the most disastrous first month of any president in modern history. Absolutely true. true. Already, the Biden administration has proven that they are anti jobs, anti family, anti borders, anti energy, anti women, and anti science.
2: Anti American. They are anti-American. The Democrats hate this country. Democrats are genuinely trying to tear it down. And one of the big reasons why is because behind the curtain is Barack Hussein Obama. I don't like this country. And I want to give black people reparations, but uh, I can't do that. I couldn't do that during my term in office because white people. (laughs) It's always about white people for that guy.
3: In just one short month, we have gone from America first to America last.
2: Very true. The
3: Democrats don't have grandstanders like me.
2: Here, here he's going after Republicans. Sorry for interrupting there, Mr. President.
3: The Democrats don't have grandstanders like Mitt Romney, Little Ben Sass, Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, Pat Toomey.
2: Listen to those people booing all of these loser Republicans who might as well be Democrats. And, you know, the, the only reason why they get elected is because we must have the R's The Republicans in those seats. We can't afford to take a chance and get somebody else elected because if you don't have a strong enough candidate, a Democrat will swoop in and and take that seat from us.
3: And in the House, Tom Rice, South Carolina, Adam Kinzinger.
2: You know, uh, I I saw a tweet. I just happened to see it. Adam Kinzinger wrote that he was so proud to be listed with all of these uh, traitor Republicans when Donald Trump spoke. That's what a a dickhead, I should play that song again, that's what a dickhead Kinzinger is. He said he was proud to be on this list.
3: Dan Newhouse, Anthony Gonzalez, that's another beauty, Fred Upton, Jamie Herrera-Butler, Peter Meyer, John Katko, David Valadeo, and of course the warmonger, a person that loves seeing our troops fighting, Liz Cheney. How about that?
2: Yeah, there's another name. Can't stand Liz Cheney. Boy, she turned into a nasty, nasty left-wing Republican. Now, um, he's getting ready here, in just a couple of seconds, he's going to be talking about transgender sports. He really let him have it on this, and, and rightfully so.
3: Joe Biden and the Democrats are even pushing policies that would destroy women's sports. Young girls and women are incensed that they are now being forced to compete against those who are biological males. It's not good for women. It's not good for women's sports.
2: Absolutely not good at all. And he's exactly right. And I really do hope that more and more athletes, regardless of their party affiliation, regardless of their uh, political philosophy, be it left, right, conservative, liberal, moderate, whatever, they need to stand up because Democrats are out to destroy women's sports and they they know what they're doing and they don't care. They are out to ruin women's athletics by allowing biological males to compete with women. It's it's of all the things that Democrats do, this is one of the most offensive, one of the craziest and insane parts of their agenda is is flat out destroying women's athletics now now trump is going to talk about he doesn't really talk about it directly but he teases that he might run in 2024.
3: we're not starting new parties you know they kept saying he's going to start a brand new party we have the republican party it's going to unite and be stronger than ever before i am not starting a new party
2: and I, I got an email from a friend of mine, Jim, who also listens to the program, and he was uh, he was chastising me for thinking that we could have a party, a third party that would be viable. And, uh, you know, if we would have started a third party when I first called for it, not that anybody was listening to me, who am I? All right? I'm just a doofus with a podcast, but, or I'm sorry, I'm a doofus with a Z-cast, but I think if we would have started a third party 25, 30 years ago, uh, it might be viable by now. But certainly with Donald Trump, if he wanted to start a third party, that would be our best possible way to start a third party that might become viable in a fairly short amount of time. But he doesn't want to start the third party. Trump doesn't. Uh, My friend Jim doesn't want to. And you know his argument is a good argument okay fine we don't start the third party but trump could certainly get the republican party focused on on trumpism and i think that that's what's going to happen here any republican who does not acknowledge trump as the de facto leader of the republican party is is going to be in trouble as as the party moves on
3: who knows i may even decide to beat, beat them for a third time okay
2: <laughs> that's good that's good and now he's uh, defining what trumpism is
3: many people have asked what is trumpism a new term being used more and more i'm hearing that term more and more i didn't come up with it But what it means is great deals, great trade deals, great ones, not deals where we give away everything, our jobs, our money.
2: You know, uh, he didn't say it, but I guarantee you that even though he didn't come up with the term Trumpism, Donald Trump loves the fact that both Republicans who, who support him and Democrats who can't stand him are talking about Trumpism. The liberal commentators are, are criticizing and tearing apart and, and talking about how wrong Trumpism is. And conservatives and Republicans who support the president are, are saying that Trumpism is good for America because Trumpism is basically make America great again. It's a new word for MAGA. And so you know that Donald Trump loves the fact that there is this term now called Trumpism. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Oh, here uh, here is Trump discussing a little bit about illegal alien voters.
3: Tens of millions of ballots. Where are they coming from? They're coming all over the place. Where illegal aliens and dead people are voting... And many other horrible things are happening that are too voluminous to even mention. But people know. I mean, it's being studied and the level of dishonesty is not to be believed.
2: All right. So there are some highlights. It was a great speech. If you haven't seen it, it's very easy to find on YouTube. You just search for uh, Trump CPAC speech. And I would watch the whole thing or listen, you know, while you're doing something else, but uh, great speech, Mr. President, Donald Trump stronger than ever. He is not, and it's amazing. You know, he lost, uh, v- via voter fraud, but he comes out and he has not lost a step. He is as strong and vibrant and ready to go as ever. And it was really refreshing to see. All right, very good. What's next here? got an article at the American Thinker. President Trump's 2021 State of the Union Address. This is really great. They they wrote an article calling the CPAC speech Trump's State of the Union Address. Because, of course, uh, Biden is not doing one. He wouldn't really do one. He would do what is... um, most commonly described as a, a speech before the joint session of Congress. But he's not going to do one because he can't. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. He can't. He is unable. There is no possible way that Joe Biden could, could handle even a half-hour speech right now And that's why I don't, a lot of people don't think he's going to be president much longer because his wife, I've said this a number of times, but I realize not everybody can listen to every show. So I'll repeat myself. And those of you who've heard me talk about this before, that's fine. You can put up with it. And those of you who are hearing this for the first time will say, oh my God, what a brilliant observation. (laughs) But but, Jill Biden his wife, is to blame for all of this. She should have told the Democrat Party, I'm sorry, my husband is not up for this. Uh, who knows how many drugs and different kinds of powerful drugs that Joe Biden is being pumped up with so he can you know, even appear to be slightly coherent. It's really, it's, it's a tragic thing to watch. And I feel bad for him because he really is... Not there. He's not completely there. And by the way, I've been doing what I said I was going to do. I'm taking... This show is being constructed in uh, four or five segments. Four or five separate files because of the uh, finicky way that Adobe Audition performs. And I started my third section of the show and it was you know barely a minute and adobe audition crashed now you can talk about using uh what's the other program here uh audacity but audacity is really it, it's not a very good interface so uh, i guess i just have to put up with it because the final product is what matters and most of the time it comes out pretty darn good so did whatever But uh, I love the way this article called his speech at CPAC the Trump State of the Union. Because that's exactly what it was. It was the kind of speech he would have given if he was president. But of course, instead of being negative about the crappy things that the Democrats and Joe Biden are doing, he would have been positive about the great things that the Trump administration was doing. And I just got an email from a friend of mine. Again, he is... He has been reading left-wing, supposedly he's conservative. He likes to call himself conservative, but he's not. He's a left-winger. Basically, he is a pro-life Democrat. And it's because all his life, he has read left-wing material. And he doesn't watch much TV, okay, fine, but he does read, he gets the LA Times every day for like decades, and he reads the L.A. Times and he believes what they tell him. And he goes on MSN.com and reads all the left-wing media on the internet. And so he is filled with all of this negativity about Donald Trump. And he believes that Trump is a piece of crap and a criminal and he needs to go to jail. All that stuff. And this is a guy who's a registered Republican. It's ridiculous. But that's the result of decades of filling your mind with left-wing media. It, it's so obvious to me. It's so sad. And no, of course I'm not going to name him. It doesn't matter what his name is because all of us probably know somebody like that. All of you people probably have friends or coworkers who are that way. They think they are relatively moderate or you know lean right, but they hate Donald Trump because they read they either read all this left wing media or they watch the TV news or they watch MSNBC or they watch CNN and they think Trump is a criminal and and he's dangerous and he's treasonous and he committed secession or not secession what uh insurrection they believe all that crap the writer here <clears throat> at the American Thinker is J.B. Shirk. He says it was so surreal watching a humbled Donald Trump take the stage at CPAC, visibly shaken by his election loss, bend the knee to uh, Romney Cheney republicanism, and express his hope that the attack dogs in the press would leave him alone during his twilight years away from the public eye. Err, nope. That doesn't even sound believable. The only place where that establishment fantasy played out was the online fan fiction board of the Hillary Clinton, John Kasich, Ben Sasse, Mutual Support and Suffering Group. Most presidents leave office worse for the wear. Six weeks after being deplatformed by the swamp, Donald Trump looks more like a wrestler getting ready to rumble. And it goes on. So if you want to read this article, it's great. It's at the American Thinker. The title is President Trump's 2021 State of the Union Address. Now, as you know, uh, the state of Texas and the state of Mississippi are opening up 100%. That means no limitations on, on restaurants. You can go right in, sit down, and eat like normal. And I think the restaurants can take down the plexiglass and all that nonsense. It's 100% open, and there are no mandates, no rules about wearing a mask. So good for them. That's Mississippi and Texas. Hollywood celebrities. (laughs) You know, most of the time, I'm going to ignore this. Breitbart makes a habit of documenting everything a celebrity says. Every time a stupid celebrity opens their mouth... And says, Oh, Trump was an idiot and anything like that. They make a big deal out of it at Breitbart. And I've written comments many times on the Breitbart You know, sometimes I wonder if it's Breitbart that's reporting me trying to get me banned because I take them to task often about making a big deal out of what celebrities say. Who gives a flying fig what celebrities say? Honest to God. Celebrities make these statements, the MSNBC people and CNN and uh, liberal websites, they don't make a big deal out of what celebrities say. Celebrities say this crap because it makes conservatives mad. That's what, they just want to get, they just want to needle you. They want to insult you and your thinking, and uh, boy, you get like 3,000, I'll tell you, this is why. I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I said before, I've got 15 thoughts in my head, and they're all floating around trying to get in order and trying to stand in line so they could be the next thing out of my mouth. But um, and what was I saying? We're talking about celebrities. And the reason why Breitbart does it is because every time they put up a story on Facebook about you know, stupid things celebrities said, they get 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 comments. And all these people write comments and say, "How dare they? I can't believe that. We got to stop watching their movies." Every time it's the same damn thing. Don't pay attention. They're only saying it to get you upset. So don't worry about it. But anyway, what what cracked me up about this is that what do celebrities care? if Texas and uh, and Mississippi open. If you're living in Hollywood or you're living in uh, New York City or wherever celebrities like to live, don't go to Texas anymore. It's that simple. If you're afraid of it, if you think that what Texas and Mississippi are doing are very, very dangerous, don't go. For instance... China and the anal swab. I'm not going. I was going to go. I had my tickets. I was going to travel to China this summer. <laughs> yeah, right. But if I was if I was thinking about it, I would say no, I'm not going to go. So if you're afraid that that what Texas is doing is going to kill people and that people are going to die of 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 COVID-19 now, in much greater numbers, which they're not. That's not going to happen. But if you're afraid of it, don't freaking go to Texas. Don't go to Mississippi. Who cares? Now we're stuck in California here. And we're not going to open up for a while because, you know, these stupid leftists act like if you open up, then everybody's going to die, which which is crazy. So, Bradley Whitford I don't even know who these celebrities are. That's another thing. Breitbart quotes these people and 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 says that uh, you know these people are celebrities, but I, I don't know who they are. uh Bradley Whitford uh, let's see uh, oh he was on the West Wing. I barely watched that program a couple of times. The Handmaid's Tale, never watched it. Anything that's on cable, I don't watch because I have an antenna. I watch my TV for free. I'm not going to get into television and uh, paying you know, $90, 100 $110 a month for television. Nope, not going to do it. So Greg Abbott tweeted, I just announced Texas is open 100%, everything. I also ended the statewide mask mandate. So Bradley Whitford, this brilliant actor, and of course he's um, he's a great scientist as well. He knows that the science says that this is very very dangerous. He said the GOP is a death cult. <laughs> what a tool! <laughs> uh, Chelsea Handler, she's another one. She always has something to say. She's a nobody. All right, what's she a comedian and former talk show host now, how bad at being a talk show host do you have to be if you can't hold on to the gig? I would think that if somebody puts me on the radio i'm going to be a good enough talk show host that I can keep the job and I can probably excel and I can probably get a better radio job and and continue up the ladder i don't I'm not ever going to say that I could be a talk show host on the level of Rush Limbaugh, but, you know, maybe pretty big. If I get the chance. She is a former talk show host. She said, only another white man could figure out a way to become a worse person than Ted Cruz. <laughs> she must have writers who tell her this is clever, that because it's not. Stephen King. There's a couple of his books that I dearly love. I enjoyed reading so much. Uh, The Stand, for instance. Wow, what a great book. Stephen King says Greg Abbott's decision to reopen Texas is premature. Well, at least he posted something reasonable. Okay, that's a reasonable thing to say. It might be premature. I don't think it is. That's not my opinion, but it is the opinion of Stephen King, so okay, that's decent. Rosanna Arquette, she's a crazy person. She's insane. <laughs> listen to this. Putin sure has a cozy relationship with President Lopez Obrador of Mexico. It's also close to maskless Texas. I don't even know what she's getting at there. Okay, that's enough. I can already hear some people going, okay, you know, enough of the celebrities. And I've, I've said that to Breitbart many, many times, enough of, of promoting what these celebrities say because they are not worth it. They are truly not worth it, honestly. One of the most disgusting things about the Biden administration is allowing illegal aliens into the country without keeping track of them, without doing anything about it. And there's a story here out of Brownsville, Texas. Every time... (laughs) Every time I see the word or the name of the town, Brownsville, I think of Brownsville Station and Smoking in the Boys' Room, that big hit when I was in high school. Never mind what year that was. (laughs) It was a long time ago. But uh, I can't see that word, the name of that town, without thinking of that song. Amazing. So um, 108 illegal aliens were released in Texas after they tested positive for COVID-19. This is Joe Biden. This is what the Democrats are doing, on purpose, to this country. And I, it happened so fast, after, so quickly, after uh, the governor of Texas opened up the state. I don't think that this was in retaliation. But I do think it's ridiculous. It's f- Oh, sorry. <laughs> I better bleep that out. But it, it's absolutely outrageous to allow people, forget whether or not they're COVID-19 which makes it abundantly worse but you're just saying illegal aliens come on in and and I I wish now and I have to go back I have to remember to go back and, and bleep that word out but <clears throat> um what was I going to say now? I got too many things going on but um uh Okay, let me take a second here and regroup because I'm losing my mind. (laughs) Okay, so we set aside the fact that these people tested positive for COVID. You have illegal aliens struggling to get in here now because Biden is supposedly going to open the door. And the Border Patrol has been told that you will let people go in Basically, come on in and go wherever they want. So I think, and I wrote this down on MeWe. I still, <laughs> I still hate saying the name of that website, but I wrote it on MeWe, and a couple of people said, wow, that would be really great, and I think it is a good idea. I want President Trump to say, to make a very public statement and state in no uncertain terms that when I become president again and just assume that you are going to get elected, we'll do everything we can to get you elected, but assume right now that you are going to be reelected in 2024 and you need to tell these illegal aliens that when I, and this would be Trump speaking, of course, not me, because I'm not going to be president, but Trump speaking in a... Big press conference, and he says, When I become president again in 2025, in in January of 2025, I'm coming after you. So understand that if you come in illegally now, that's fine. You can have some fun for three or four years, but when I become president, I'm going to find you and I'm going to deport you. And I think just that statement from President Trump, who a lot of illegal aliens are afraid of President Trump and, and his agenda for the border. And so just by making that statement, I think a number, not all of them, but a number of them would think twice about coming across the border. They would think, you know, maybe it's not worth it because we're going to make that guy mad and he's going to come after us. Because, look, a lot of these illegal aliens are simpletons. They they aren't really intelligent people. And they don't have good jobs. They don't have much of anything. And I think they are afraid enough that if Trump made a bold statement like that, a number of illegal aliens would stay south of the border and kind of wait this thing out. Now, another thing you have is that Uh, Greg Abbott says that the illegal aliens are coming in and they are causing trouble with COVID now since he reopened the state. Now, I don't know, I don't think this issue had quite come up yet. This is a television clip from KPRC in Texas. And they talked to Governor Abbott about this policy opening up the state of Texas, a little Q&A, and uh, I think it's worth listening to some of this. The
0: reopening of Texas, making headlines across the country. During an Oval Office meeting today, President Biden was asked about the repeal of the mask mandate next week.
3: The last thing we need is Neanderthal thinking that, in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. It still matters.
2: So, of course, they play that clip from Joe Biden, before they start talking to the governor, who called this policy in Texas and Mississippi Neanderthal thinking. You know what, Joe? F you. F you. I'll tell you what's Neanderthal thinking. Thinking that you have the power, or that you should even have the power, to force people to wear masks when they're not sick. It's ridiculous. To force people to quarantine the whole damn country. Because, and healthy people, and and shut down businesses, there is a number floating around in California. I haven't verified it yet, but they say 19,000 businesses are now out of business because of the shutdown here. Um, It's a week from this weekend, so uh, Saturday is the 6th, so a week from then it'll be the 13th. That is the first year anniver that's the 1 year anniversary of the lockdown here in California. 1 year of this crap. And all you have accomplished is is destroying people's lives and businesses. Congratulations Democrats, you freaking losers. And by the way, not one Democrat in office at the state level, the county level, the city level, not one of them lost their job or suffered any uh, interruption in income. So you can talk really tough about how great this uh, work was to shut down the state and how you accomplished so much. No. You didn't accomplish anything. What you did is you destroyed people's lives. Congratulations. And that that idiot, that, that mental patient in the White House, the occupant, He sits there saying that for the state of Texas to open up because it's time for people to get back to their lives, he says that's Neanderthal thinking. F you. God, I can't stand it.
3: Governor Greg Abbott joins us live now from Austin tonight. So Governor President Biden calling ending the mask mandate Neanderthal thinking and a quote big mistake. How would you respond? You know, Chris,
1: at a time when Texas is striving every day to provide more and more vaccines today, we set an all time record in the number of vaccines we're administering to Texans. President Biden's administration itself is exposing Texans and Americans to COVID-19 through illegal immigrants that they are allowing to come into the state of Texas who are positive for COVID-19 and being released into Texas communities.
2: Wonderful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so glad he spoke out so directly about what Biden is doing, Biden and the federal government under Democrat control. It is disgusting, isn't it? Oh, it is so sad. So sad. All right, I'm checking my time here because I have a number of um, files that I'm going to combine. And I want to know how much time I have left. So, okay, we got about uh, three and a half minutes. Cool. I'm going to play this again because I love what he said. I love it. It's fantastic. Way to go governor greg abbott fantastic republican politician you know chris at a time when
1: texas is striving every day to provide more and more vaccines today we set an all-time record in the number of vaccines we're administering to texans president biden's administration itself is exposing Texans and Americans to COVID-19 through illegal immigrants that they are allowing to come into the state of Texas who are positive for COVID-19 and being released into texas communities no, no, what Governor, president so, biden say, is doing sir. is neanderthal what, what president biden is doing chris hold on what president biden is doing in texas today is recklessly endangering the lives of texans as we are trying to provide them vaccines he must stop this practice now exposing more texans to COVID-19. 19 it is completely unacceptable
2: I- wow that is awesome I don't need, I, I, don't, I really don't need to hear any more of this interview because, you know, the the TV news people, look, these, these two morons and I, I don't know who they are. I shouldn't call them morons, but they're TV news people. They're the, the anchor woman and the anchor man. And I, I want to go back. I want to look at this picture and see, I think there's still, yeah, there's, st- <laughs> it's so funny. Have you noticed on the TV news? And I don't watch it very often at all but you have usually have a man and a woman you have an anchor man and an anchor woman and they're sitting there telling you about the news well now they sit over 6 feet apart because you know science <laughs> they work together all day but on television i'm surprised they don't have them wearing masks but they sit 6 feet apart and you know that they're going to ask greg abbott after after this declaration that he made about their they, they voted democrat all television people do and so the anchorman and the anchor woman are going to ask stupid questions i'm not even going to listen to it i'm closing the tab i'm not going to get into it i'm really not because greg abbott said all of it we don't need to hear anything more that was spectacular wow Great admiration for Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. And it does, it it makes me so angry. It makes me so freaking angry what they're doing. Oh, oh, (laughs) okay. um, This is good. This is a good start on the weekend. It's Thursday night, but uh, most of you will be listening on Friday And then we've got uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I've I've decided that I'm not going to make predictions anymore about when the next show is going to be because I've heard myself say, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow, and then it's three days until I do a next show. And then sometimes I say, okay, I'm going to take the rest of the week off, and then I do a show the next day. So it's stupid for me to say anything about what's going to be next. So I will talk to you next time. Whenever the hell that is. Until then, from the right wing on the left coast, <laughs> bye-bye for now, everybody. Jimmy Z. Well, this is Jimmy Z. Huh? I'm on the radio.
0: I don't, I don't know you.
2: I'm Jimmy Z. It's the Jimmy Z Show. Huh? I'm Jimmy Z. You're what? I'm Jimmy Z. The, the conscience of conservatism.
0: Well, I don't know you.
2: The Jimmy C. Show. Dismissed. There's an hour you'll never get back. You lose! We gotta get off the air. Dorman recorders.